Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from quakes to Quebec. With over 3.5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Welcome back. I think it's pronounced Quebec. Quebec, really? Yeah, not Quebec. Oh, it sounds so much better with the alliteration in there. No, it's French, though. Uh, Quebec. And they speak Quebecois. Is that true? That's true. What is that? It's French-Canadian. Hey, is it French or Canadian? I work with voice actors all the time. And what do they they have on their resume? Quebecois? Well, no, because we'll do dubs oh, into wow, Quebecois. Quebecois. All right, guys. What happened last week? I got, uh, I got some news for you Ooh. about the votes. Data caps. Yeah. <laughs> data, 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 data caps. caps. Clean sweep. Yeah. Data caps last episode was the number one problem, followed by shit, and then... McDonald's, so shit again. Uh, you know what surprised me, though, Dick? I, I honestly thought that McDonald's would be voted into oblivion, because everyone loves McDonald's. You mean it would be voted down into oblivion yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Yeah. Because McDonald's is the Guardians of the Galaxy of fast food. No, bigger than that. Guardians of the Galaxy McDonald's is the, is the superhero place. movie. It's like superhero McDonald's fast is food. the apple of food for you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the Nike of food. Yeah. You hate Nike, too? Well, it's a it's a big brand, you know. I don't know. I haven't. I don't have a firm position on Nike. A lot of these Nike. come down to just choice, though. Like somebody who's saying in the comments, "You don't like McDonald's? Don't eat there." Like they're not. Are I they affecting other things? Of course. Yeah. You know, someone in the comments uh, commented and said that uh, if you, you know, you how Dick last episode, you were making the case that that McDonald's is cheap and you can feed an entire family and blah 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 blah. Um, the thing is, you can go Cheap, to but, yeah, you can okay. go to like a Costco or something and buy a bag of rice for like three dollars. A bag of rice that'll feed your family for months, and then a head of lettuce, uh, you know, some spam, <laughs> some cabbage, some cabbage. Yeah, man, make a big stew. Look, it's not good eating, but it's better eating. You know mm-hmm. what? I, and it's cheaper than McDonald's. Still, hey, here's here's someone who had a good point about what you're saying. Okay. Hey, this is Bryce from British Columbia. I just wanted to point out there's a Maddox versus Maddox between his McDonald's problem and his hot dog truther's problem. You can't attack the ingredients of McNuggets while hating people who point out the ingredients of hot dogs. Anyway, love the show, guys. And Dick, go fuck yourself. Well, yeah. Up until then, he had a lot of good points. <laughs> That's a good point. The only That's a good, good point. point. He, the, he made a good point during that uh, that voicemail, and that was, you should go fuck yourself. No. Yeah, yeah, that was the point. Not what he was talking that about. That was what he was talking about. That's what I'm talking about, buddy. I could talk, I'm making a whole episode about how you should fuck yourself. But look, look, man, the hot dog truther's problem that I had uh-huh. was that people come up to you and pull you aside like they're they're enlightening you with some knowledge that you didn't fucking know. Uh-huh. I know hot dogs are shit, and if I'm eating them, I know they're shit. I'm not... I'm I'm not eating them because they're high quality, and yeah. I'm not defending them yeah, either. Yeah, but you bitch about McDonald's in the same way. Like when I'm chowing down on a delicious hot golden brown pack of of chicken McNuggets, <laughs> if I have to, with a, a selection of sauces. What kind of sauce do you like? I like barbecue. You can and get that spicy, sauce. Spicy barbecue. You can get spicy. You, you can get both of those sauces. When I'm eating that, you are always sticking your nose in what I'm eating and shitting on it. 
That's hot dog truther 101. No, I'm, dude, every time you bring your bullshit ass McDonald's, do I bitch about it? No. In yes. fact, in fact, no, I don't know. I, I bitch about the rappers you leave behind, dickhead, but I don't bitch about the McDonald's itself. You, every time you, and, and you know what? You offer me sometimes McDonald's, and I think you know I don't like it, but you, you yeah. offer it to me, and you, what do I say? No, but thanks for asking. I always say that, right? Because yeah. I'm a polite motherfucker. All right. <laughs> this is the guy has a point. Listen to this. I hey, got wait a, a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. What? I got three words for you. Okay. McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's why it didn't score very You know, Dick, I used to be a fat kid, and one of the things my parents would bring home for me every day for McDonald's was uh, McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Not every day, but after a certain age. I think Man, around uh, uh, junior high. Not only is it good and it makes you happy, but also... Uh, well, for me personally, if I got out of bed and got my ass in a car to a McDonald's before 1030, I feel like a better person. Like, I feel like I accomplished something. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, 11's the cutoff, right? I think, no, I think it's 1030. Oh, 1030, I don't even okay. know. Because, like, yeah. if I can get myself out of bed that yeah. early, like, I did it. I feel like I did it, and I can conquer the day. Anti, you know what I'm saying? Anti-intellectualism, guys. Go vote it up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> agrees with this, right? Like, you did it. You won a race Sean, against God, against time. Sean, does he deserve kudos for that? Does he de- deserve accolades? Why not? I'm generous tonight. Oh, okay. fuck you. Both you guys. <laughs> this is this is a conspiracy. You don't get up before 1030. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. What do you yes, do I, before 1030? I wake up like around 830, and I'm, I'm a writer. <laughs> 830. 830's a good hour for a writer. Yeah, right. I don't have to wake up. I can sleep forever, and I don't. I don't sleep forever. Although right. I can with on my Casper mattress. What um, else? That's not I, a cast of Harry's today. You gotta wake up. You have to, you have to wake up at 8 30 a.m. because that's when you start shaving your back with Harry's mm-hmm. razors. Okay. That's a compliment. That's a good a man should have a hairy back. Yeah. Man, I want like wings of hair coming yeah. out of my back. Uh-huh. Well that's cool. You get a few that's inches you're, you're a few inches away from that, buddy. <laughs> Giant pompadour. Yeah. Look at it, look, look at this giant. And again, That's we're great. broadcasting this on Periscope. Uh, Dick's got his giant ass hair on here, uh, and his mustache, which yeah. I can't impugn. That is a perfect mustache. Here's the thing, Dick. I got a comment from Stephen Joseph Musgrove II. He said, uh, "So last episode, I talked about how I choose different carriers and uh, and companies like cable companies. I go to Google, I, yeah, yeah, and I type in the name of the company, and I see how many results. I say, I say, say for example, sucks. Verizon sucks, right? And I see how many results it has, and I go with the one that has the least number of sucks." This guy tried, he said, I tried I try, something That's why I pick girlfriends, too. You see, it looks like you had the least number of sucks on you. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, you want you want low, a low suck mileage on that. Yeah, on I want to be special. Um, I got, so uh, Stephen Joseph Musgrove II I, says, well, yeah. Go. He said, uh, I tried something out today. He went to Google and he typed in Maddox sucks in quotes, and he got 159,000 results. Wow. Then he typed in Sean sucks. 3.1 million results, oh, Sean. Oh, you suck, Sean. And then he typed in dick. <laughs> All for me. <laughs> he typed in dick sucks. 4.07 million results. Only million. I <laughs> thought that would be billion. 4.07 million people think, uh, think that dick sucks. Here, I got another voicemail for you. A lot of good voicemails this week. Yeah. Duh. Hi, guys. My name's Maddox. I'm super <laughs> smart. I brought in a... Infantilism as a problem. But whenever I impersonate people whose opinions differ from my own, I have to talk in a dumb voice like this. I also like poopy jokes. I throw temper tantrums when dick brings in a bit I don't like. And I like banging on my ceiling with a broom till my mom brings me food. Yeah, fuck you, mom. French onion this time. 
I guess it just stems from what? a general lack of intelligence <laughs> or emotional underdevelopment. <laughs> Whoops, pronounced another word wrong. Oh, well, because grammar's a problem, but pronunciation isn't. You fucking asshole. Maddox, you literally have no penis. And I'm not exaggerating. That is not hyperbola. What do I... <laughs> Hyperbola. <laughs> You're a fucking writer. <laughs> you moron. <laughs> did, was this you? Did you leave his voice me, asshole? What did he say? I literally have? hyperbola. I'm fucking idiot. Okay. My, my dad comments on that one all the time too. Uh, cut that guy off. Cut his kidding. voicemail off. Sean, cut the cancel this episode. I'm, I'm pissed off already. It's garbage. I don't hyperbole. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know. I get it. You got math math on the brain all the time. Yeah, tell me all about it, rhinoceroses. (laughs) Yeah, tell me all about these hyperboles. All right, man. I got a comment from Izzy Nober. Nobre. Nober. Nober. Whatever. One and done. That's what we're doing now. He says, Dick, you complain about telecoms colluding to fuck customers over, and you implied the government should do something about it. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. I always find it funny when libertarians accidentally discover why regulations exist in the first place. That collusion right there? That's because beautiful invisible hand of the free market at place, son. Without anyone to regulate these fucks, that's what they will do inevitably. Still a fan, though. Izzy. This this must be what Trump feels like yeah. when, a re- when a reporter asks a stupid question yeah. that's trying to stump him, but they n- it can't be done. <laughs> they don't understand that it can't be done, right? You and I know it. You yeah. obviously know he can't be stumped. You, I know, Sean, you know it. He knows it, but the reporters don't know it. it they think y- it can be stumped, but now I feel it. I feel that unstumping wash <laughs> over me like a wave. Look, do you even know what is a libertarian? <laughs> what I, is? I get... <laughs> I'm listening carefully to the, uh, the, uh, uh. <laughs> okay. First of all, yes, telecoms are not free market. Okay. They became a public good when we dumped hundreds of billions of dollars into oh, them. Oh, the government's the problem. Okay. No, it's not the government's. There's no, there's no problems. Mm. This is the reality of the situation uh-huh. is we paid them hundreds of billions of dollars to develop this system. Yeah. It's not the way I would have done it. It's not. What's, what, 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 what? Yeah, yeah, go on. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's a, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Is you said they dumped hundreds of billions of dollars we in there. Did. It's not the we, way, that yeah. was the decision. So at that point, it's a public good. There's a, there's no, there's nothing libertarian about that. Not the way I would have done it. Not mm. the, not the way that guys like, uh, Coase, my favorite economist, would have done it. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, in this situation, we don't have a free market. This it's an it's an oligarchy at best, mm. right? And it's an mm-hmm. oligarchy that tries that that is getting away with monopolistic pricing because of political coercion. Ah. They got everybody on the dime. They got everybody on the payroll. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But for I mean, a- I mean, but back to my point. What is a li- do you know what is a libertarian? <laughs> my, that's what my point is. Like, do you think libertarians walk around saying roads? Don't need them. In, in a libertarian utopia, you don't even need roads. You get everywhere with the power of your intelligence. Like, do you think that's what libertarians want? No, they just want a little more free yeah. market competition for stuff like health care. Sure. 
Of yeah. course, yeah, because because uh, when when there was free market competition, everything was great. And then fucking Obama came in and it ruined everything. It wasn't free market then either. Oh, you still have political oh, corruption okay. all over the place, Maddox. You know, I know what a libertarian is. I saw a meme floating around on the internet. Yeah, that's what you guys is, think a libertarian no, is. No, because you know what, Dick? There is no such thing as a libertarian because it's just a theory. It's, it's not libertarian a theory. It's an idea. Theory. Yeah, it's an idea. It's an idea that hasn't been tested. It's now, an idea that applies <laughs> to a lot to different scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. you can't have a libertarian police force mm-hmm. okay that doesn't exist sure you know what i'm saying you can't have a libertarian but, it doesn't exist <laughs> but lighthouses <laughs> got built before the government existed what do you know this do you know th- this is the this is the classic problem right yeah all or, all or nothing. It's got to be. It's no, a, like it's, we it's, need government for everything, or we need government for nothing. There's no in between. That's not what libertarians think. They don't think that. <laughs> show me a, a moderate libertarian. First of all, show me a libertarian, and then show me a moderate libertarian. There's I'll no such you, thing. I'll tell you what. DonaldJTrump.com. Go. That is a moderate libertarian. <laughs> right? Not. First of all, unstumpable. Oh fuck you! Yeah. All right. I got a com- I got a comment here. I got a comment here from uh, from John M. Blazik. He says, Maddox. Uh, <laughs> you think I'm going to get more hate for the Trump stuff or the Reagan stuff? Definitely the Trump stuff. Oh, I, we'll I think that Trump is legitimately probably a bigot. Uh, like it's not oh even. Oh my god! It's not. It's like bald faced bigotry at this point. Oh my! Goodness. I think so. I oh. think so. And what's what's great about him is that he's bulletproof because he embraces it. Unstumpable. That's, that's he's, he's unstumpable. He's kind of like our good friend Asterios, friend of the show. Name me who, off the who, top of your oh, head. Hold on, right? Go you, ahead. Remember our friend Asterios who who debated in Tournament of Nerds. Now where there's he came a racist. Out, he, <laughs> <laughs> no. He came out. He came out during the the Tournament of Nerds. Uh huh. And he was arguing on behalf of the Polar Express. Right. And everybody's argument against him you know the polar express that uh, that kid's book you know with the, the yeah horrible the movie. cg rotoscope movie sure. yeah he like kidnaps kids and they they the under text the subtext here is that he's like pedophile and a kidnapper <laughs> and he's creepy right absolutely not that's well, the projected subtext but go ahead uh, not mo- <laughs> that's not the subtext of the movie i'm basing this on the arguments i've never even seen a movie all right so so everyone was kind of suggesting yeah, you hate it there's songs I, I would a, hate yeah. it. I would hate it. This, the subtext everyone was suggesting was that the Polar Express guy was a pedophile. And uh-huh. Asterios came out and he embraced it. Yeah. And he became bulletproof. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, he came out and was like, yeah, the kids are delicious. Well, Donald J. Trump is embracing America. Great. So, <laughs> yeah, embracing it with his cock. I got a comment from uh, John Blazik. He says, Maddox, my Armenian girlfriend pointed out why your Armenian parents probably hate you. You believe in the Holocaust. <laughs> Mm, is that true? <laughs> Which, of course I do. Which I didn't know. I, I, I don't think that's a thing that Armenians don't believe in. I've never heard that before. Wait, I don't know. Is that a reference to the Armenian genocide? I'm not sure. Because we don't call, I don't think the Armenian genocide, it, it, it was a Holocaust, but we don't call it no. the Holocaust. There's no, like the, the Holocaust, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not, yeah, I don't that's trademarked. That. You can't just call it whatever. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Sean. You ever hear this? Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Hey, Sean, I just wanted to know. What type of guitar do you use? Do you use a Strat, or do you use a Tele, or do you use a Jaguar? Here it comes. Or, or, or do, do, do you use a Les Paul? Oh, I'm Sean, I use a Les Paul. Ha, ha, ha. How does he know that? Also, uh, what type of pedals do you use? And, uh, <laughs> what type of pedals do you use? Are you good? Are you good? He's calling you out. And Dick, you're a great guy. All right. Uh, that's okay. nice. That guy's calling you out. Are you good? I have a Strat. I have a Les Paul. I've got one that I had built. I've got a Martin Acoustic. Oh. I don't know what else I have. What did you have built? I sold a Gretsch. Fancy pants. Fancy. Good call. Good call. Awesome. I'm glad we had we had that call. <laughs> and, uh, listen, Dick, I got a, I got a song. I got a, this isn't quite okay. a song. It's a, it's a, it's a clip 
that someone took from our last episode. Okay. He said, uh, his name is Mark Steiner. He sent this in, and he, he said he made a super cut of our last episode. I okay. want to play this. Today's show is shit, 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 shitty, shit, 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 shitting, shit, 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 shitting, shit, 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 shitting, shit, 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 shitting, shitting, shit, 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 shitting, shitting, shit, 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 Shit's everywhere. And you want it on you. I would rather have shit on me than any other problem that we have on the list. You'd rather have shit up your butt than AIDS up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> Go stump yourself. <laughs> I was in a bridge version of that last episode. I think shit. he got it. He got it. He got the flavor of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do problems now? Yeah, Dick. What do you got? What's your see. first Let me problem? See if I got any more good. I got some. Oh, yeah. All right. My first problem is. Uh, Getting caught cheating. Now, this is cheaters. Cheaters. Cheating. Okay. Cheating and cheaters. Are you sure? Right. Yeah, I'm Which sure. is it? Cheating Get- and cheaters. Che- what do you think? Cheating? Is it cheating or is it cheaters? cheaters. I'm going to say cheating. Do you even know what are a cheater? Yeah. <laughs> it's that guy that's... <laughs> he sells Cheetos. I know what it is, a cheater. <laughs> cheating. Yeah. Let's say cheating. Ashley Madison got hacked, right? Yeah. I think it's worth talking about. Okay. I think cheating is All what right. we're talking about. So you think cheating is the problem? Well, that's what I want to talk about. Okay. I don't know. I think it, it must be because the emotional impact it has on people is devastating, and that's never going to change. It can right? be, yeah. So it, mu- it must be a problem. Well, I have, I have some people – I know some people who've been cheated on, and they – Me too. back pretty <laughs> – <laughs> uh, they're ahead. called ex-girlfriends <laughs> yeah. i'm sure yeah dickhead awesome awesome um no uh cheating so i i know some people have been cheated on who bounced back pretty quickly and easily because they didn't really they weren't that invested in the relationship sure it ended and they said eh that was that but i also know some people who were devastated because of the cheating yeah i know a um i know a girl whose mom went to an insane asylum when she got cheated on. How's that? A couple of years. She got cheated on and she went to an insane asylum. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. You know, there's no, this, is, this is on the scale of death, but like, I'm not comparing your problem because you brought it in recently. I would have said that regardless. This is on that, that level for like emotional destruction. Easily not. Easily not. Easily definitely, not. definitely not. No, because death affects that? so many people emotionally. But cheating, again, I just gave you the example where, uh, you know, there's a, there's a fair amount of people. I'd say about 30% based on based on my personal experience is totally anecdotal evidence. I brought based, a lot of stats, too. Okay, I want to hear these so, stats. But you keep going. I want to hear these stats. But I think based on my anecdotal evidence, um, I don't think that... That cheating affects people nearly as much psychologically as death. Because that girl, your your girl's your that girl's mom who went to an insane asylum because yeah. she was cheated on, mm-hmm. she couldn't have been well adjusted to begin with. Because most people who get cheated on don't go to insane asylums. She had to have had other shit going on. Well, sure. Yeah. Okay. I well, mean, what if you say so? I don't. I don't know. I'm not an armchair psychologist. Uh-huh. Like, it's just, surely you would say it's devastating. You know. I, here's here's another anecdote. I knew a psychologist who worked with. Uh, ref- refugees, like yeah. out, out of death camps. Yeah. I think it was like Cambodian death camps. Or something. I, don't, I don't remember the exact specifics of it. And she said that what they wanted to talk about 
more than their horrific experiences in like concentration camps was like, oh, so and so from another camp has, I like them, but they have a crush on so and so in my camp. So I don't know what to do with that. That's, That's what like, they wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah. Like they would, they would get through the, the 60 minute special of the camp stories and it's like, yeah, but, but, but here's what I want to talk about. Like this is what's really bothering me. Yeah. It's like these bizarre love triangles. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so that's that's what I'm saying. It's it, maybe it, it's, it, maybe it, it's maybe it's a big problem. I, I think it can be. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a big problem. I don't think it's on the it's scale. It's certainly definitely. making headlines, and we've got 38 million people in the Ashley Madison site that are exposed. Yeah, uh, they're saying about 35 percent of them are fake, but that is still an ass load of people. That's a lot of people. And this like- is this these are people who are stupid enough to go on a website. Yeah. Saying that they're going to get to shack up with somebody outside of their marriage. Right? Well, you know what, though, Dick? I almost signed up for an Ashley Madison account a long time ago. Wow, I'm glad I brought this in. <laughs> Please tell I, me the circumstances of this. Were you one of the singles going on the site? Yes. Or, okay. I was a single. So I was a single, and I thought, okay, that you sounds thought, pretty high. Here yeah. we go. A bunch <laughs> of married chicks. Yeah. I'm, I'm no. Don Juan. I'm going to swoop in there. No. Right? What do you mean, I, no? Because here's where I got the idea. I was at a party one night, and, I, and there was this chick I was talking to. <laughs> there was, was a gigolo you were talking to who became your mentor. No, 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 no that's, a, that's your life, man. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I was at this party, to, and I was talking to this chick who is um, aggressively horny. Like, all, she's no, that's her thing. Like, Please everyone knows that. she's— How do you know? She's DTF. How do you, how do you know, though? What's, what do you see? 24-7, all the time, <laughs> always open. Like, because I know, the, I know for a fact because she goes out of her way to talk about it. About how horny she is. Well, she's always talking about sex. Huh. Anyway, um, you know, and, and she's written blogs about it, and you can read about her desires and her thoughts, and she's so done like a nude, brand nude photography. Her? Not quite. She doesn't monetize it. It's just part of who she is, and there's nothing wrong with it. I really don't think there's anything wrong with it. However, she said mm. she said at one point, I think I think it was her, but anyway, she said she, she hopped on Ashley Madison just to use it as a dating site because she said that she found that there were so many guys on there and they all wanted to hook up with her. And I thought, well, that's a good idea. I should, I should sign up for this. I was single at the time. And I and you thought a bunch of chicks would be on there. Uh, you know, I went to the website. I didn't even get into the uh, registration process. I got bored and I'm like, ah, fuck it. There's porn. I'm just going to go watch porn. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, I've always been immune to their marketing. Like, I'm a big Stern listener. And every yeah. time I hear on Stern, I'm like, everyone knows that this site is full of married men who want to pretend like they would cheat on their wife, right? Everybody knows that's what this site's for, right? Nobody could possibly be getting laid on a site uh, catering to people who want to have affairs. Well, that girl I mentioned uh, had hooked up with several guys from the website, and she said she's had great experiences. I don't know. I'm, I'm suspicious of that because it sounds like a brand. Anyway. Her, her, that that's what she does as her. Yeah, I'm very suspicious of that. Yeah, of I chicks who do that. I don't like their think whole so. their whole like lifestyle online. Like they are their social media profile. Chicks who, well, you know what though? After a while, she removed this stuff online. So I don't think I don't think it was. I think she, it was on there for a little while. Maybe she got too much attention. You know. Uh, anyway, it, anyway, it could be. It's one element. I think chicks like sex. And I think that they yeah. w- they sometimes just want a no-strings-attached relationship. I've been in situations like that where I've dated girls who, at near the end, they just they asked me. They literally asked me. They said, well, this thing's not working out, but can this just be a no-strings-attached uh, sexual thing? Yeah, see, that's a, that's a trap. Why? Because they want, they want more. They want you to hang around more. That's like the lure that they're trying uh, to get you in with. Hmm. I'm 100%—like, I'm sold on that. No one could ever talk me out of that. Because it, it happens a lot. 
And I think more often than not, that's going to turn into a relationship. Like more than 50% of the time when girls do that, it will turn into a relationship. So Wait, it's a good move on their part. Weren't you saying you're coming out of a relationship that way? Like I, when you're like, that's oh, how it's they not get you back out, in, though. Right, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. But it also happened to me one night at a bar. I met a girl who was just like, one night stand. She said, listen, I don't want a relationship or anything. This is no strings attached if we do this. I'm like, uh, well, that's perfect because uh, I <laughs> don't want anything either right now. So, uh, yeah, you know, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Babies. Maybe I just have too much respect for women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the problem. I'm an asshole. Five percent of the U.S. is on his own. Ashley Madison. Five percent. Five percent. Five percent. Looking for an extra marriage. That's a significant. That's a significant amount. Yeah, a lot of dot govs and dot mills. How's that? That's pretty funny. Yeah, decent amount. Yeah, and, and I also read on there. There was an article I think I read on Wired about this, mm-hmm. where the guy talked about how. Truck drivers. Some, one of, he interviewed some people who were on Ashley Madison anonymously, yeah. and one of them was a truck driver who was driving cross country, and he spent like something absurd, like two hundred ninety days on the road. And he said, "Look, I love my, I love my wife. I don't want to leave her, but uh, I'm really lonely out on the road, and this is a thing that I do, and I'm, I'm not proud of it, but I need to do this." And then another one was a, a housewife who said that she was married to a guy who was like twenty seven years her senior. She said she loves him to death, and she is in a happy marriage with him, but he goes to bed at 7 p.m., and she said she's... She up. gets the late-night hornies. She gets yeah. the late-night hornies. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she pops pops a couple off. How old was he? Is this like a Anna Nicole Smith and... She was, I think, she was in her early 30s, yeah. Something, you know, early 30s, 50s, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a way out. Yeah. I guess it's a solution then sometimes. Sometimes. Judy. I don't know. So how about this? This is, some, this, this is an interesting stat. Um, is... Is, a, is an extramarital affair wrong? This was the question posed in a survey. Um, 1973, 70% of the responders said, yeah, it's wrong. 70%. That's in 1973? It. Yeah. 70%. That's a, that's a pretty high amount. I would, I, pretty it, high? For, is cons- it wrong to have sex with someone outside your marriage? Well, it's consistent with the percentage of people who are puritanical in this country essentially like what is the what is the christian breakdown because where do where do we get our ethics when it comes to sex it's mostly uh uh christianity who who looks down on sexuality no but i'm like i'm a very hardcore atheist and i would consider it wrong still do it but (laughs) wrong (laughs) then why do you do it dickhead well, you know, sometimes you just got to get out. Sometimes the relationship's falling apart, then and that's the best out. way to get out. Do it like a nah. man. Pull the cord. Yeah, that's like a principle, though. Right? What? That That's what you're describing. Yeah. Do it like a man. Pull the cord. But you can get you can get more out of it. You can have your cake and eat it, too. No. Well, yeah. If you just have to be okay. Like, it's hard at first, but like everything else that's wrong, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And then the more benefits you get. That's all, I'm just I'm explaining to you how it works, right? I, I've I've like gone into that feedback loop in my mind where there's so many things wrong with everything you just said. You've been stumped. <laughs> my brain. I can feel like, I can feel like my brain overheating, like that. Huh? You know that infinite loop uh-huh. on uh, in computer programming where it just like crashes core dump. I'm about to have a core dump. Everything yeah. you said was so wrong. First of all, Dick, it's an expression because it's true that uh, you can't have your cake and eat it too. That's an expression because it's just commonly known. Like you want everything, but you can have everything with honesty. I believe that. I can. Oh, I believe God. if you're honest. Yeah, if you're a good person, that works great. But what about for the rest of us? I can't be honest all the time. Fuck you. I love it. You're so sanctimonious. Just be honest all the time. Yeah, well, what if I'm thinking bad stuff all the time? 
We're supposed to say that. Honest. Be honest. Be you, honest. you would be surprised. I've said some some things to people uh, that I know, like especially girls I've dated. I don't know what it is this compulsion I have to tell them things, and I know it's going to hurt them, and I know it's going to upset their feelings. Uh-huh. But I figure, you know what? What's the alternative? That I bottle it up and I think these nasty thoughts and I, yeah. I don't say them ever. And then and then what? Am I am I proud of who I've become? That somebody who's dishonest, who somebody who's not even honest with himself. If you're not honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anybody. Yes, exactly. Do that. Do what? Don't be honest with anybody, <laughs> least of all yourself. No, I mean, what are, you, what, are you, what are you supposed to say? They say, what are you thinking about? And you're like, oh, well, you're a uh, walking collection of aphorisms, and the world would be better off without you. <laughs> Is that, that's a great date. Very, well, very polite. D- I'm, a, I, I'm a, a well-mannered guy, yeah. you know? I don't want to be honest for the sake of just ruining a perfectly fine evening. Well, what are you, are you going to bang someone who you're not into? Of course. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? What, what's Ashley Madison founded on? Banging people you're not interested in. Who gives a fuck? On any level. Look, man, here, I have this. Well, physically, of course, physically. Well, physically, I mean, that's out of the question. But but here's, here's an example. I find Jenny McCarthy repulsive. I think that her personality is atrocious. And this was before her anti-vaxxer shit. Like, yeah. I'm not just saying that because of my ideology. I didn't even know about that anti-vaxxer shit. Uh-huh. Way back in the day on MTV, I hated her personality. I hated how attention-craving she was. I hated how she was just a- out there to exploit everyone and do anything it took to kind of get you know get to that next pedestal. I, I sensed that. Ambition. It's not yeah. ambition. Go ahead. It's desperation. And I sensed that a long ass time ago where she's she's a survivor, definitely a survivor. But I that's the best thing and also the worst thing I can say I think about that's her. Another she's a survivor. Term. I don't know if you mm-hmm. can just call anyone a survivor. Uh yeah. So what, you wouldn't bang her? No. Oh horse shit. Out of principle. Horseshit. No. You wouldn't bang Jenny McCarthy out of principle. So turned off. I, I'll tell you why. Before I'll tell she you had why. a kid? I'll, I'll tell you no, definitely before her she got a kid. And I'll tell you why. Here's how I found out one night. Um, I was looking at, I heard that some, uh, nudes of her leaked, you know, leaked, of course, everything always leaks, but it, 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 I heard some nudes of her leaked, right? Wait, when? A long time. She's, her tits are everywhere, man. She's posed in uh, Playboy. So then I thought, oh, this is kind of hot. I'm going to look her up and my boner wouldn't work. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any, why? Because I was not attracted to her. you were just very repulsed by I her I just, her hey, her every attitude. time I saw her face, I just like, eh, eh, her fucking obnoxious Cackle. I don't mind that kind of chick because you hate those chicks who arrange that dance party for the fat guy too. Oh yeah, I feel yeah, like those the worst. are the same kind of girls. The worst, yeah, insincere, phony, yeah, frauds. I can tolerate that bullshit, man. I don't want to. I don't want to stick my dick in that trap. You want to hear more stats? Yeah, please. Sex, sexting, <laughs> sexting. Eighty, eighty percent of women uh, think sexting is wrong. Eighty percent. That means twenty percent think it's it's not wrong. Sex. I, the, the the decision of doing something wrong is hard enough when you th- when you think it's wrong it's still a contest the contest is still uncertain when you don't think it's wrong it's anything goes that's what's going on here one one fifth of women uh fifty six percent of men think it's wrong so forty four percent of men have no problem with it sexting what about with you sexting out like outside of a relationship yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh, of yeah. course it's wrong. Okay. Yeah. But imagine the people who are just like, eh, no yeah. big deal. Yeah. Huh. Well, some people, some people have, you know, the, first of all, t- cheating. Ha- people have lots of different definitions of cheating. That's I what have, I'm saying. I have a friend whose wife thinks it's cheating when her husband looks at porn. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Good luck with the rest of your life, bitch. You, you think it's cheating when someone looks at porn? Okay. Is it cheating on your on your diet if you look at food, idiot? Well, it depends on the porn thing. If no. they're using it as a substitute for sex, sure. Well, that's what porn is. It's always a substitute for sex. If you're in the middle of your uh, masturbation, right? Yes, okay, you're, I'm you're, listening. Okay. <laughs> your, dick, okay. your dick's in your hand, right? And then right there, suddenly, the opportunity appeared. Bam, vagina. You wouldn't take that? You wouldn't take that over masturbation? Of course it's a substitute like for sex. It always is. It. Yeah, all right. It always is. Uh, but, but, but porn is porn is not cheating. Porn is, uh, uh, porn is no more cheating on, uh, on your spouse than, than looking at food in magazines is cheating on your diet. It's not. You're, you're not doing it. It's, first of all, there's no personal relationship with the performer. You're not t- calling them and talking to them. And when you're done, you press click and they're gone forever. Yeah, but it's that it's taking the place of the other person. Well, like, that's sh- why they're upset. Yeah, but y- y- you've it's never— more neg- Okay, I'll, let me say this. It's neglect. It's not—it can be neglect. Ne- impossible to be cheating. Okay. How's I'll, that? I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Diplomacy. That's, I feel like Trump. Uh, making deals. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, here, how about passionate kissing? Would you consider that cheating? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 90% of women, 75% of men. Passionate kissing. Passionate kissing. 75% do or don't? Think it's wrong. Think it's wrong. So 25% 70- don't. <laughs> Fine. That's good. No problem. No. Don't, passionate doesn't, kissing. Doesn't matter. You know what, and, I don't, and I don't know if it's that they won't admit it's wrong and just do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't admit that they're just a, uh, like kind of a bad person. Or a bad person flat out. Like, at, I, I, that might be part of it. At what point, at what point, though, is it, you know, when these people are doing these surveys and 25% say it's no, uh, not a problem, it's not cheating, passionate kissing, that, that phrase itself um, has some connotation that it's, it is emotional and invested yeah. and involved. Uh. Some, of these, some of these fuckers got to be cynical. They just got to be cynics saying, ha, okay, no, that's not cheating. I, oh, I don't really trust the survey. That, yeah, there's got to be. It's also like that survey where, uh, you know, I, I've talked to people about uh, uh, rape statistics and things, and, and they they always throw this in my face. They're like, well, uh, one out of one out of like four guys have has has admitted to, uh, that they would uh, take advantage of a girl. Blah blah. I'm like, well, I mean, that's a that's a statistic in a survey that you know maybe some guy some people are cynical and they just answer a certain way because they you know it comes down to. The same question, like, would you cannibalize somebody? Well, I can say what I'm thinking now, but if I'm really fucking hungry in the pl- in the uh, in, in the, the woods, plane, in the plane, like in one of those nine hour delays, yeah, it's to a nine get hour flight. flight. <laughs> There's a baby next to me, and what if they're an asshole? Yeah, yeah, like, what? oh, you motherfucker, I'm eating you. What's that baby about thinking? Ten minutes. Yeah, well, those are the stats, man. All right, man. Well, I, I, here's one one big question, Dick. I have uh, that I didn't really hear in your problem. What do you think? Do you think it's wrong or not? Where, where do you find it? Where do you fall in those? Look, statistics? It's, it's wrong and it hurts people. Yeah, but you know, relationships are are complicated. Yeah, you know. Okay. Well, so, but you you skirted the entire issue. You said nothing. What do you? I said it's wrong. It's wrong and it's terrible and it, it hurts people. But what do, what do you think? That is what I think. Okay. But I, look, look, look. Here, here's what I think about it. Yeah. Uh, here's when here's when I will do it. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um. I bring in a problem, much like this show, to the relationship. I'm like, hey, I got a problem with this. Yeah. And their first reaction is always anger. Okay. Instantly. Like, okay. what the fuck are you telling me? You're telling me I got a problem with me? Here's the problem I got with you. This is like, okay, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'll try this again in a week, mm. right? Week comes around. Oh, yeah, well, that's just like who I am. 
take you take me for what I am. Well, you got dating, a problem? Thinking? You're dating an idiot. Okay, great. I got it. Whoop. Straight on to AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> what, no, what else are you going to do? That's garbage. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man. I was in a long relationship one time, and near the end of the relationship, we were in this long, sexless relationship, and I was going nuts. And I, I told her, I said, look, uh, I got to have sex with somebody. And if it's not you, it's got to be someone else. And we had that open and frank discussion. And we talked, to, and, you know, it, it hurt her because nobody wants to hear that. But at some point... Uh, we discussed possibly being in an open relationship, and we discussed options, and we discussed things. And then near the end, we thought, what are we hanging on to? Like, I like her as a friend, and she likes me as a friend, and we respect each other. But we had that frank and open discussion where it hurt it hurt a little bit up front, but it hurt way less than having been cheated on. Yeah, you like those discussions, though. Yeah. I'll do anything to get out of those. <laughs> I, I hate them. When, you ha- when I have like a long conversation, with a discussion like that with somebody, yeah. I f- feel worse than when it started. Like, what, what, this is a huge waste of time. It's not, dig. Why it's did not- we spend three hours talking about this in my car in front of your house? This was a huge waste of time. No, it's not a waste Could've of time. Could have watched three episodes of Breaking Bad. It's not a waste of time if you get, if you get somewhere. That, what? Six episodes of BoJack Horseman I could have watched. <laughs> Okay. What? I, I'm not insulting you. Great. No, no, Do you think I get I'm fu- it. Like, why are you so depressed about this? No, because, no, because I, I don't think, I don't think it's a waste of time. I really don't. If you, if you communicate effectively, and you get someplace, right? You, you understand where they're coming from. You, they understand where you're coming from. If it comes down to the end of that relationship, because it's a sad thought. Like, it's the end of a relationship, right? It's uh-huh. always, it's, it's usually sad. Although, no good relationship ends usually. But it, 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 it comes How's, down. Is that? The definition of what do you mean? No good no, relationship. No, uh, well, that's not true. I mean, sometimes good relationships come to an end. Look, man, the end of a relationship is usually a sign of distress. It's a it's a tough time for people, but it doesn't have to be so shitty. It doesn't have to be. You know, let's compound the end of this terrible relationship with cheating. Let's compound the end of this terrible relationship with abuse and verbal abuse and 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 all these things that people. I honestly think that if people were more communicative and they discussed. What they actually felt, and and they felt that in, that end of the relationship coming, rather than just going to Ashley Madison, like you know they've they've shifted their advertising. Have you heard on Howard Stern lately? The Ash- no. Ashley Madison. No. So the their ads used to be cheat on your spouse, do this thing, have, go have fun, life is short, blah blah blah. Mm, they've they've sensed true. they've sensed that the bur- the cultural barometer has shifted in this country, where people are not so okay with that advertising tone anymore, and they've changed it. So the new ads say something like. Honey, I want to go have sex with uh, with other people. And he says, "Well, I don't want to hear that." And she yeah, goes, no she, shit. Yeah, and she goes, "Well, it's something I need." <laughs> it's a woman saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and she says, "She says, look, I love you, and I don't want to lo- lo- lose the kids. I don't want to leave the kids, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. You should look into it too." And so the, he goes, "Oh, maybe I will." And so that's how the ad ends, and it has a stupid jingle. What even is that anymore? Yeah, then. I don't know. What is that arrangement? What is it? I don't it? know. Nothing. Don't know. But, it's nothing. But if you have it's a kids, weird, yeah, I don't know. If you have kids, uh, there was an article. There was a, a social psychologist who wrote about this a long time ago, and she had an article. Uh, she had a, an interview with the NPR uh-huh. where she talked about the. She made an, a case for cheating, and she said that sometimes it can save relationships and marriage. And there's some psycho- psychological thing that goes on, and that some people are wired to do that, and they need to do that, uh, and they can never be in monogamous relationships. Uh, there's there's a case to be made for non monogamy. Uh, evolutionarily speaking, but uh, anyway, man. Wow, thirty to sixty percent of married individuals in the U.S. will engage in infidelity at some point during their marriage. 
That's, there you go. I don't yeah. know. Not there's nothing. There's nothing like unlike many of the other problems on the list. Yeah. There's no fucking solution for this. Well, right? I Not even know. close. FGM, education, slacktivism. Stop complaining about it. Hunger. No, uh, I, I got the, I got the solution, man. I got the solution. I think a lot of people who who cheat. I here's what I think. The the it goes into the psychology of cheating. I think people who cheat sometimes they find somebody and they settle, and they think that they can never do any better. Then at some point in their lives or their careers, they find out that they can and they have more options and more opportunities. And you know, there's that expression about you. No, 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 oh, okay, no, all right, no. I'm, 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 I've never cheated. I'm a loyal guy. But uh, they, they get to that point where they may have other opportunities, right? And then, what's that quote? There's a quote, a famous quote from somebody who said, you're only as faithful as you have options or opportunities. Sure, that was Tom Likas. <laughs> it was. <laughs> okay. Bitch. Dump that bitch. How about you, Sean? You ever plow another uh, farm, another ass farm? In a relationship? No. Yeah. No. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for both of you fucking good. Yeah. guys. You're so great. Yeah. Oh, us fucking asshole. Us, us uh, loyal dudes. No, man. Um, They say that you're only uh, you're only as faithful as, as the options that you have. So I think some people, here's how you, so, you solve this problem, right? You uh, uh, liberate sexuality. Because in this country, we have this puritanical view of it where everybody's covering their nipples. You know, you know, Dick, you brought that in as a solution for yeah. your nipple. Yeah. I totally agree uh-huh. with that. It, the yeah. more sexual our, our culture becomes, the more liberated sex becomes. People stop freaking the fuck out about it. They have more sex. And then the more that they have sex, they'll stop like losing their minds and get all uh, obsessed and horned up. And every opportunity that comes along, you know yeah. what? They think to themselves... I've sewed my oats. I'm okay. I like the girl I'm with. I like the guy I'm with. I don't need to do this. Here's what you're missing. Wow. Sex is a power game. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a yeah. big power struggle. For you. And we're going to play it till the end of time. That's it. I feel like it's I'm a looking. Big fucking problem. I feel like I'm, in, I'm you, looking into the abyss of psychological disorder. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the abyss is staring back into you. If you. <laughs> If you had an acoustic guitar, you would be really dangerous at college campuses with this kind of talk about sexual... (laughs) Hey, guys, I got a jam about sexual liberation in the corporations. Gather around, everybody. Go ahead. What's your problem? I'm talking too long about cheating. Dig, before we go on, I got to say something. You you would be dangerous around college campuses with that mustache. Would you use to shave it? Yeah, I would. If When I do (laughs) shave it, I will use a Harry's razor. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM. One word, no space, to save $5 off your first purchase. Hey, how about Harry's, man? How's your Harry's Razors doing for you? Holding up. My Harry's Razor is amazing. Again, like last episode, you said, uh, I don't know how they make any money. They're they're really good, high-quality blades. We always thought, we've talked about this multiple times, and the cream is, it's refreshing. It's cooling. It feels great on my face. It is. Their starter set is $15. That includes the razor, three blades, and your choice of Harry's Shave Cream or Foaming Gel. Um, As an added bonus, you get $5 off your first purchase with our code, Biggest Problem. I think you get free shipping. Look, that's a month, that's a month's worth of shaving for 10 bucks, at least. Mine's gone much longer than that, because I don't shave every day. Mm. I like looking a little rugged. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it looks like two days Two days going without shaving. Look, I look great. I look sexy as fuck. I look like those uh, soap opera stars. Yeah. Yeah, the ones with eye patches. Right. Sean, you like cream on your face? All right, Dick. You have to answer um, should we get- <laughs> hey, you can shave your back with these razors, too. I just learned that. I'm not shaving shit. Not on my back, buddy. He has cornrows. On his back. <sighs> yeah. More jokes. More jokes. <laughs> Guys, but. you know what my you know what the biggest problem in the universe is? I'm I, I'm seriously putting this out there. Self-defeating thoughts. 
Have you heard of this? Boy. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of a self-defeating thought. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where, where, is the, where is the first time you've heard that phrase? Where have you heard that phrase? Um, Probably some dickhead motivational speaker in like the 80s yeah. on the late night infomercial. The guy with like a shitty hairpiece. Something like that. Like a Tony Robbins kind of guy with too many veneers. Like more teeth in his mouth than a shark. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody no, like that. Tony then, Robbins does have, have an uncomfortable amount of teeth. Yeah. Which like is a, probably the normal amount, but it looks uncom- uh, like kind of crowded. All of his baby teeth are still in, and the adult <laughs> teeth just grew in around him. With Man. a bunch of schmucks from like North Dakota in the audience or the Midwest or something. That guy's got some, that guy's got some chompers, man. Yeah. No, self-defeating thoughts... I've never experienced it. I don't know. I've never experienced self-defeating thoughts. I've, I have the opposite. I have self-victorious thoughts. Yeah. Cool. No hyperbola there. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> shut your fucking... <laughs> shut your fucking... Tra- edit yourself out of the episode, dickhead. All right. No, I have, self, I have self-victorious thoughts. I predict what I can do accurately, and then I exceed everyone's expectations and over-deliver every time, buddy. Oh. You can take that to the bank. You can invest it. Uh, do you have any examples? Of of times of I've over delivered, yeah. I'll tell you time. I've told. I'll tell you time. I've actually had uh, a self victorious thought. Okay, I was snowboarding, <laughs> right? And I, this was like my second time snowboarding, and I'm going down like the triple the, diamond, like, the hardest thing. Like okay, so, uh, uh, Sean White. They they had this little placard at the top of the uh, the resort uh-huh. at the lift, and they said Sean White doesn't dare go down here. Okay, and I went down this this uh, triple diamond lift or uh, 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 route. And I was going, I was getting so much speed, and I'm an amateur at snowboarding at this at this point. And I thought, and I thought, man, I'm I'm getting so much speed. And I, I for a split second, I was I was I was a little bit worried. And then I thought to myself, no, fuck that, I can do this. And then I took a jump and landed it. No, no, that's no hyperbola, dickhead. It's yeah. not that's no hyperbole. I actually landed the jump. It was fucking amazing. I I did it because I literally had a self victorious thought. I literally thought to myself, I can do this, oh. and I did it. Do you have any true stories? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> that, the entire last half of everything I said was true, including fuck you. And this is from Psychology Today. Depressed neurochemistry focuses on negativity. Your thoughts dwell on sad things such as times of loss, failure, disappointments, and ill treatment. When you remember one time something went wrong, memory networks light up for all the times that something similar went wrong. Forming a category of things going wrong. And because depressed minds ruminate, Repetitively revisiting that network, that category, then solidifies into an, a, a path, a thought pattern that says it has always slash never been this way. So it's a, it's a way of thinking, right? Your neurochemistry causes you to create a past in which you will always fail, you are always disappointed, or in which you never get what you want. That's the problem with self-defeating thoughts. It happens far more frequently and far more commonly in people than, than you might think. This is something that uh, that leads to depressive thinking mm-hmm. uh, leads to suicide leads to failure and it prevents you from trying new things it's very hard to change too yeah it's very hard to change that pattern of thinking there is an entire what are you like an expert on this now oh, sean i am why do you why are you an expert on I've this i've lived this my whole life oh man yeah, you have those self-defeating thoughts absolutely Really? And, and I know what you're talking about with the uh, lighting up that network yeah. over and over again. Yeah. I, I've seen it in other people. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've have some friends and, uh, and people I've actually, people I've dated even, where you can see it happen. You can see the shift happen in their minds as soon mm-hmm. as they say something. Because you'll point out something, they'll say that something negative has happened to them. And you'll say, well, but there's a lot of positive going on. That's right. 
right? And there's a lot of good things that are going on. Yeah, it's not reality, but you think no. that it is. It's distorted thinking. Mm-hmm. It really is, and it's a huge, huge problem. Hmm. This is something that uh, that affects a lot of people. It prevents people from following their dreams. It prevents people from trying, from even from achieving. Dick, you remember you brought in a problem due Perfectionism. to perfectionism. Well, that's the problem I brought in. Perfectionism, right? That was a good problem. But this this one I want to refer uh, reference is dudes who need to get laid. Yeah, right. Guys who need to get mm-hmm. laid. One of the biggest problems with guys who need to get laid is they have self defeating thoughts. And the first time, believe it or not, I read this uh, uh, Neil Strauss's book, The Game, mm-hmm. about uh, pickup artists. Yeah, that's the first time I encountered this uh, this phrase, self defeating thoughts. And he said that's the number one reason guys shell up and they don't dis- they decide not to go after their dreams and go after a girl they might like. You know, they see someone in a bar or they see someone at school or whatever. They want to ask them. They don't have the confidence. They don't have the courage. And they have those self-defeating thoughts. I'm not good enough. Yeah. I can't. I'm not successful enough. I'm not attractive enough. There's someone who is more attractive than me. There's someone who has more hair than me. Uh, uh, there's yeah. someone who has a new, who has. Stop right there. Yeah, go home. Yeah. <laughs> but those are self-defeating thoughts. And they're not conducive. They will limit you and, and set you back. Listen to this. This is from The Bold. I, would, I honestly yeah. want to hear more about that network that lights up. You gravitated on that immediately, and that seems like a very bizarre concept. Well, your brain is like a muscle. There's, you know, your neuropathways and stuff, you know, they're forming at rapid rates when you're, uh-huh. you know, two, three, four years old. Like, a, you know, a majority of your brain forms at that point. But yeah, it's like using anything else. The ones that you use over and over again are stronger, and the ones that you don't kind of gradually just weaken. Yeah, it's like somebody that's who doesn't. The latest, that's the latest science of it. True, mm. true. It's like it's like the it's like a well worn path in your mind, your your patterns of thinking, your thoughts, your thought patterns. The more that you you exercise those regions in your brain, the more reinforced they'll be because uh-huh. it's it's something it's a it's just a fallback. It's a traditional. It's called it's almost like a verbal tick, but it's a mental tick. You know, some people have verbal ticks. They say right. You know, at the end of every sentence, or they say like. They say like a lot. Yeah, I know what is a verbal tick. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, yeah, so they, they they have these they have these recurring these these recurring thought patterns yeah. um, that are destructive to them because yeah. they'll get reinforced and they'll get depressed and they'll lead to all sorts of nasty things. That's co- that's a liquor loop. Now I know what you're talking about. A liquor loop. What's yeah, that? Alcoholism. It's a liquor loop. Yeah. No. What? Come on. Don't don't be so crass. It, and vulgar. Alcohol. Is, is it the same? Is that what you're referring to? Uh, I don't know. It's called a liquor loop. When well, you get in that loop mm-hmm. and it's like every day. You think, oh, I could just slam a glass of whiskey. It's like three. I put in a lot of work today. Yeah. Let me just throw, let me just have a little bit of wild turkey on the rocks here just yeah. to get me to, to like 7 p.m. Sure. Next thing you know, it's 5.30 and you're ordering Indian food for six people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just for you. That's a liquor loop. Then the next day you wake up, you do it again. Dick, I've, I feel like you've described like every weekday for you. Every weekday. It's hard to get out of. It's hard to get out of because you, you, you get used to it. Yeah. It no, it, it really is. It really is. I know we joke about it, but it really is. It's a really tough thing. It prevents you from trying new things. As I said, this is again from Psychology Today. They said this kind of categorical description of past events becomes a prediction of things to come, which is the gambler's fallacy. Essentially, past predictions don't oh, you just don't get negative the about everything. Yeah, the yeah. idea that you are destined to fail will prevent you from trying new things. Few thoughts are more likely to prevent change than those that predict defeat. Self-defeating thoughts are central in maintaining depression and blocking change. 
The most common self-defeating category of thoughts stems from the belief that we are doomed to letting our past determine our future. In fact, this misery-inducing mantra, I have always been this way, is responsible for stopping people cold, dead in their tracks, before they even attempt to change a behavior or emotion. Such thoughts are depression-reinforcing. And I'll tell you, man, I used to ha- I used to suffer from depression a lot. I used to be really depressed, especially in my early 20s. I was suicidal. I was, mm. I was suicidal. I totally get it. I totally get that. that uh, How that, suicidal? What do you mean suicidal? suicidal. Well, um, I, I mean, I thought about it. I thought that uh, I got nothing to live for. Uh, you know, life sucks. This is garbage. Everything's terrible. I was a miserable person. And anytime anyone asked me how I was doing, my default response was shitty, right? Mm. And I remember the day I realized I was depressed was when I was at work. I was sitting on a bench outside. And some of my coworkers came up to me and they said, "Hey Maddox, what are you uh, what are you doing this weekend?" I said, "Oh, I don't know. I don't have any plans." He said, "What do you want to do?" And I thought about it and my answer was nothing. I thought, "I don't really want to do anything. I didn't want to play video games. I didn't want to eat." That's depression? Yeah. Oh, when you shit. don't want to when you don't want to do anything. Like it wasn't in a, in a, in a relaxing sense like I just want to go home and unwind. Yeah. It was in a sense like nothing brings me I joy. I have no hopes or Dreams no hopes or, or dreams. Yeah. Nothing. I don't want to do anything. And video games were my favorite thing, and I didn't even want to play video games. And then that's when I realized I was depressed. And so, out of out of desperation and depression, I decided to experiment. I I actually overcame my depression this way. And I didn't read this anywhere. It was just an experiment I did on my own. Okay. I thought I was going to start lying to people. I said, "What do I?" Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought, "What do I have to lose?" Right, I'm only just gonna get only gains, <laughs> only gains, and if you lose, <laughs> lie about it. What a dickhead! No, I, I, I said I'm going to start lying to people all the time, and the, I, I decided a specific type of lie. Right, uh, if they asked me how I was doing, I, I, I was going to tell them the opposite. I was, I was just going to start oh, fucking. Okay, yeah. fake it till you make it, kind of thing. I didn't Is know that. that you're going? I didn't know that that's sure, what it was. Sure, sure, Go but ahead. but essentially, yeah, yeah. I decided to tell them the opposite. Uh, people would ask me how I was doing, and I said, "Great." Or excellent. Yeah. Better than ever. And I, I remember, too, I remember typing better than ever, and then someone wrote back and they said, why? And I thought, well, shit. No. I, I didn't think that they would ask. I've dug myself a hole now. Yeah. Uh, I got to really gin up the lie machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then I thought about it. Well, I thought, what could I possibly say here to just get them to get them off my back? Mm-hmm. And I said, like, the simplest thing ever. I just said, well, I thought about it. I thought, well, I, I, I guess I'm in college, and I'm, I'm about halfway towards graduating. So I said that. And then I and then uh, I told another person. And they said why? And uh, and over the course of two weeks, I kept trying to justify why I was in a good mood. And I said, well, I got a family. Yeah. I said, I got a roof over my head. I got a good paying job. Uh, I'm relatively healthy. I'm young. I have my life ahead of me. And then I I, I thought I, I I said I own hundreds of video games. I have all this. <laughs> well, that was the capper. <laughs> and, then you explode a rainbow shot out. But your I heart. don't have a jetpack. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, or the crown pack. jewels. Yeah, jetpack for him would be bad. Yeah. No, it would be good. <laughs> Straight to jail. I'd accomplish one of my life goals. Anyway, man, uh, so over the course of two weeks, I, I found that my life had shifted, my, my philosophy, my, my mindset had shifted, my yeah. perspective had shifted, and that's when I stopped having those self-defeating thoughts. Well, so much. I mean, I still do, especially when I'm writing. Uh-huh. Oh, man, you should get in my head with my demons a few minutes. But um, They're a knee-jerk reaction. What the demons? No, well, no, the self-defeating thoughts. You just learn to not listen to them. Yeah, yeah. But there, there'll always be a knee-jerk reaction to some extent. Like you have you said, to, wait, when, wait. What do you mean? When, when do you think about? When do you think like self-defeating thoughts? Like you're talking about? 
Like, what do you think and when does it happen? Uh, sometimes when you're going to try something new or go into like a new career or something like that and you're stressed you re- out you about it. You think like, God damn it, that time I deleted the podcast, that's going to haunt me forever. <laughs> does that happen? <laughs> it, it, well, it has haunted me forever. I'm still here. Uh, I'm serious. What do you think when you're like entering those situations? Just self-doubt? Well, I'm currently tracking everyone who's ever left a voicemail about it. Oh, okay. They'll be getting a package. Uh, <laughs> okay, Sean's oh, the Unabomber. Generally. Domestic yeah, terrorism. Generally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so over the course of the last, like, I would say the next, after, after I did that experiment, right? That was in my early 20s. Then for about 12 years of my life, I didn't experience depression. I didn't experience it again 12 for years. about 12 years. Did you do that for 12 years or did it be, did it come more naturally? It came naturally. Then? It came mm. naturally. I, I started, I remember, I mean, this sounds super, uh, it almost sounds like hippy-dippy bullshit. Oh, it sounded like that since you started this Fuck story. you, Burning Man. <laughs> I don't need the shit. <laughs> I remember waking up one morning and just thinking, well, that's another day I'm alive. That's cool. And I was so huh. happy just to be alive. I really was. Because yeah. I remember waking up in my apartment. It was my new apartment. And uh, and it smelled good, and I thought, wow, this is this is unusual. Uh, so, <laughs> no, but I, I really thought I really thought I like the smell this morning, and I like that I'm alive this morning. Okay, and I don't care what happens to me today. At least I started out alive. Like that's a good thing, mm. right? My perspective completely changed. I didn't get depressed again until uh, I would say about two years ago. And then again, I went through and I practiced and I, I practiced these mental thoughts, and uh, you know, overcame, overcame. But that's uh, these self-defeating thoughts, man. They're they're a bitch. You ever experienced those, Dick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me think. I'm trying to. Well, I mean, I just want to say yes. I hate when people say yes and identify with like bad things. You know, like oh, I feel I feel that way too. See, he all never the time. he never seems like he does. Yeah, because he he'll try anything. No, I I've seen it. I've oh, seen yeah? it. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, because please we're, tell we're me. Good, because we're good friends. No, I, I don't want to get into personal shit. Why? But I, I don't care. No, no, no. Because because what is it in regards to? No, I I've seen it. I've seen it in the way that you think about. It. Sometimes you ruminate about about things and uh, things about life, um, where your life has been, where your life is headed. I'll mm, see it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Where has my life been? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a second to think about it, Dick. But uh, I want to go back to your go problem ahead. about good dudes who need to get laid. Yeah, this is from thebold.com. It said, "Here's a self-defeating thought: If I were hotter, skinnier, smarter, or more interesting, I'd have someone by now." See, but I don't think stuff like that. Like everything negative, I think about myself. It's just laziness. That you're lazy? Yeah. It's like, well, why don't I have this? Like, well, because you didn't do it. Because you yeah. didn't work for it. Like, what? Well, that's it. But that's rational. That's not like... That's what I think. Like, that's what I That's what I always come back to. It's not shit like that. Like, no. if I had this, no. my life would be better. It's like, well, you should have worked hard, harder for it, man. Well, this doesn't apply to you, but this is definitely a Okay, keep huge... giving me some more examples then. Okay. Well, this is a huge subset of Because I don't identify with what you were talking about either, Sean. Like, where you're trying something new and you are, you are like doubting yourself about it. Well, I think a lot of that forms really early. Depends on who your role models are growing up. You know, I think. I mean, that's what the experts seem to think. Yeah, I I believe that. Well, take that. Uh, My parents aren't like that either. Like, no, they're like, they're go not. fucking kill them. Go, 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 go. No, they're not. Yeah. Your parents are your parents are very uh, encourage you when yes, you grow up. Yes, yeah, right? all the time. Yeah, yeah. well that's great. Too that's much great. probably. Yeah, too much. Yeah, definitely too much. Too much. Oh, yeah. I, I we got to have probably. a talk. We got to have a talk. Yeah. No, but these guys, a lot of people and and, and girls too. Um if they, they wouldn't they, even say no. They wouldn't say they no were, to you? Yeah, they were so like experimental oh, those parents, and hippy huh? dippy. When uh-huh. I was like two, they wouldn't my mom wouldn't use the word no. What your parents go to Berkeley? Uh no, they did not go to Berkeley. Yeah. 
Big Dukakis fan? Was it was Dukakis the uh he got he got tr- he got stumped by uh, Reagan, right? Dukakis was his uh, yes, yeah, okay. Or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it second no, Dukakis was Bush. Yes, yeah. Oh, Bush. Mondale was Reagan. Mondale was, was Reagan's Reagan. yeah. second term. Yeah, yeah. I won't hold my opponents. Uh, that was a of, that was great. a half a stump because this prepared to the stumping you're going to see. Oh yeah, <laughs> from Trump. Yeah. Go ahead. So they say. So these are a lot of people who have these self defeating thoughts when it comes to dating. Uh-huh. They think if I were skinnier, if I was smarter, if I were more interesting, I'd have someone by now, right? In, and this is their response. They say insecurity is one of the most useless emotions. I mean, think about it. When it, what has it done for you lately? What has insecurity ever done for you? Not a damn thing, right? Except maybe bum you out and keep you down. And the worst part is because confidence is the single most attractive quality a person can have. Focusing on your weakness actually makes you less attractive. So the self-defeating sure. thought is a feedback loop that makes you even worse because you think these things about yourself, and then you actually start behaving that way. Yeah, I, That's why sometimes, dude, I'm a big party crasher, and I'm not going to get into it right now. But I've gone party crashing with friends, right? And I tell them, if you want to come along with me, you have to think the thoughts yeah, you have to. Uh, one of my friends was going to come with me party crashing one time, and they said, "Well, what if we don't get in?" I said, "You're not coming. You're not getting. You're in not yet. getting in. Yeah. You've already you've already failed this test. You don't. There is no what if. I belong at this party. I'm going to get into this party. End mm-hmm. of story. I get. You know, it's not like the secret bullshit either. It's it's an entire mentality you have to actually believe. Because yeah. if you don't, yeah, they I can agree. sniff around. They can sniff around. I feel like you're incredulous about this whole thing, Dick. Or are you actually thinking about uh, self-defeating no, thoughts? I'm just trying to identify. I'm just trying to find a way to identify with this problem. Like you put the challenge. I 100% agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Fake, fake it till you make it. Um, act like you're supposed to be there. Uh, that's you know. Well, uh, that's th- my mo to the end. Like I'll do if somebody says do this. I'm like yeah, yes, I can do that. Yes, whatever it is. Yeah, sure. Like well, no. are you sure? Yeah. Totally. No, no, but then where's the follow through? Do you have the follow through? Of course, you have to. I I don't think that it's, it's an opportunity. It's, well, what's the difference between when it comes to thoughts, specifically thoughts about trying to trying to change the way you think? What is the difference between faking it and actually being it? Thought wise, yeah, no difference. There's no difference, no, right? No. So essentially, it's not faking it when you actually think it. Yeah, but you have to fake it at first. Maybe the first time you ever do yeah. it. Yeah. Sure. But I I I I think that even that the first time you ever do it is not really faking it either. Well, you can look at things in a different perspective then. How's that? Okay, that's fair. Uh, but I I really think that when people do this, when when you actually think these thoughts, that's the change. That's all you have to do. It is literally a difference in perspective. That's all it is. It's a difference in perspective. That that is the that is the, there's a chasm of people who do and people who don't, and in between that chasm is, are these self-defeating thoughts yeah. that prevent you from achieving. Do you give talks I, I, about I this I know. Stuff? I, do I you sound give like talks an asshole. about this stuff? No. You do sound like an asshole. I know. I sound like such a prick. <laughs> I sound like every one of those fucking uh, uh, shithead marketing guru, uh, you know, life coach. Yeah, you do. Asshole. Because it's a big problem. But because I ne- people... No, no, no. Hold on. Because yeah. everyone needs this. Like, millions of people need to stop doing this. Yeah. And... They need to hear it. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's as simple as that, especially when you're talking about getting laid. It is, you see these, um, you see these, you see like an image in your mind. You can picture some smoking hot trophy girlfriend with some like rich troll, right? And you think, oh, she's just a gold digger out for the money. But it's like, yeah, but also he might just think that highly of himself. 
and you can project that sure. onto people. Like, you don't write her off as a hooker or whatever. She might be. I don't know. But he could also just be a very charismatic guy who believes in himself, and that's very attractive. Yeah. And that can, like, that can, that can knock you up several points on the attraction scale. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, I know there's guys out there. You never see the reverse, though. What's that? Do you? Like some little troll. I guess Hugh Jackman. What about Hugh Jackman is like, that's why everyone says he's gay, because he's very attractive, and his wife is like ho-hum. Oh, my gosh, his wife, yeah. Have you seen his wife, Sean? No. That field is barren. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No no apples in that orchard. No cherries. What were you going to say? Yeah, yeah, it actually is. That uh, that, uh, embodiment of confidence uh-huh. changes the way you think helps you achieve it you overcome everything you overcome all your obstacles because i you you think you think there's always someone more attractive than you there's always someone more successful than you they have more money than you they're more popular than you it doesn't fucking matter yeah. and it has everything to do with your inner thoughts your inner monologue what you actually think about yourself and whether or not you can achieve because you can put those thoughts into action you can it changes the way you carry yourself i used to be even my body language man when you if you'd seen me like seven eight years ago uh-huh. i was kind of like slumped over like a tombstone all the time and i did i didn't feel very confident about myself and i, I felt i felt i didn't feel as a, a, attractive i didn't feel as worthy uh-huh. as, as some other people but these are all things that i actually worked on this is a, and it's not something that's the thing dick you you say that uh, laziness is you know, laziness is your self-defeating thought fair that's totally it's fair. It's not self-defeating though. It's genuine laziness. It's okay. that I'd rather it's that I'd rather spend all my time being 3 beers deep. Like my problem is not this problem. It's a big problem, but that's not my problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, well, I could I I could see that. I could see that with you. But these uh these self-defeating thoughts affect a lot of people mm-hmm. and they affect them in in lots of nasty, terrible ways. Huh? And it's something that uh, that needs to stop. People need to people need to stop reinforcing their bad negative habits and start embracing good ones. Man, I, I sound like such you a fucking sound dick. I know, like a huge dick. I'm what, gonna throw it, myself off a bridge. From? <laughs> I don't know because I don't even watch these social marketing experts. I don't watch these life coaches or anything. I really don't, and I don't give a shit. I've never seen Tony Robbins. I've never gone. To, I've never gone to any seminars. I don't know where this is coming from. No, you learned it from experience. Yeah, that's, well, that's a, that's a fucking bad. That's how they. That's how they start their seminars. I learned all this through experience. They uh, sucker you yep. in with that shit. But, but they, know, can't convi- they can't <laughs> convince you of it unless you I, do I it. I love Mark. Um, you'll, you might walk out of there high for a little while, you yeah. know, like, oh, yeah, it's so great. But you'll go back to your old habits unless you actually, like Maddox said, make that concerted effort to do it. To do it? Yeah, to do it. To actually, you like, actually have to do attempt it. Yeah. to make that change. Yeah, you haven't even mentioned the physiological effects of oh. of what it does. What's I don't know neurotransmitters and stuff. That positive outlook helps you make uh, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, all the stuff that your brain needs. Norepinephrine. To- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, Sean. It actually does. It releases more dopamine inside your mind. Yeah. It, it, it uh, reinforces the positive. It changes your neurochemistry, your 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 brain neurochemistry. To not be one of depression. Hey, this, de- here's the yeah. Go. This is. There's a lot of hype here, but there's <laughs> there's not a lot of plan though. You know. What do you mean not a lot of plan? Well, you've like what's the plan? Fake it till you make it. It's Focus not on the good it. stuff. Okay, stop and- right there, Dick. You're fucking up. That's your first problem right there. Saying the word fake. It's not faking because you acknowledge earlier. Fake. No, it's not. You acknowledge earlier that the that there is no difference between. Uh, a fake thought about a fake positive thought and a real positive I know, thought. But because you're still getting the off into the weeds again. You're no. still getting off into the weeds again. This doesn't help people who have negative thoughts. It absolutely does because you're looking at him. 
That's a slogan. And by what the way, is a slogan. And by the way, and I still I rant and I bitch and I, I you know I'm Maddox, right? I fucking hate a lot of things. And now you're basically writing a hang in there kitty poster. Like no. that's what this is. <laughs> fuck you, dickhead. Focus on the good things in life. What the fuck? Sing it on the cross. It worked for him. It might not work for everybody. But but again, that first of all, as Maddox, like as Maddox, when I write my shit, right? Uh huh. People are like, "Oh, you're so full of hate. You're so negative." Blah blah blah. I don't you see are. it that way. I don't see it that way. I, I see it as caring, right? I bitch because I care. I want things to be better. That's why I complain, and that's what I do. Or that's why I do what I do. Hating is the mo- is the best form of caring, buddy. Hmm. Biggest form of caring. That's what I am. Father Santa Claus of hate. All right. Big old. Big old turd stack of hate right down your chimney. What, Dick? What's your problem? Oh, um, okay, I got one more fast one. Yeah. Uh, Too long shorts. Too long of a short? (laughs) Too long of a shorts. Too long shorts. You wear shorts? You wear shorts or you jeans? I'm wearing shorts right now, buddy. You wear shorts. You like shorts, right? Ah, sometimes. What what happened to us? What What? happened? What happened to us between the 70s and now? What's wrong? Where when you go buy shorts now, yeah. You cannot get a pair of shorts that don't go down to your to past your knees. What are you talking you know about? Saying? Are you kidding me? We are in the golden era of shorts, baby. Girls are walking around the shortest shorts I've ever seen. I'll, I'll, all I see is underbutt. Every day, all I see is underbutt. Okay, too short of shorts for men. You're you're saying that they're too short for men? No, I'm saying that our shorts are way too long, man. Why are since what? Why are guys? Why are we so embarrassed about showing thighs? This is what's. This is what we're doing. Mm, uh, we're men, and we're wearing like we're basically wearing dresses. We're basically yeah. wearing pants. Yeah. What the hell is this? I'll are tell you, you. Are you spending time in the capri pants section? <laughs> I, hate I might as well be, Sean. I gotta go on eBay to buy my shorts now, so I can show off these legs from leg day. What, I, are, what are you going to say? Hate, oh, yeah, from leg day, please. You don't have shorts then, but, but my friend. Um, I'll tell you try, why. I dare you to try to find some shorts that go up to an appropriate length. Yeah. You know why? For a man. You know why they make them that long? Why? Mormons. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mormons. I'm from Utah. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm from Utah, and here's the thing, right? Uh, they say... Those national fashion trendsetters, the Mormons. No, no, it's not about trendsetting. Here's what it is. uh, uh, LDS, LDS men... They uh, they have to wear garments, right? They have yeah. it's, it's their under their under yeah. armor, their under armor, right? And those things go down pretty long. They Another come down to your knees. Term. Go ahead, uh, yeah. What? Under armor, under armor. Is that it? I don't know. That's the sporting wear. Oh, I under didn't know armor. that. Okay, well, yeah. whatever. It's their it's yeah. their it's their garments. Yeah, and they wear those things come down to your knees. And I all my Mormon friends like to buy really long shorts because they like to cover their garments. Otherwise, it looks like they're wearing shorts over shorts. But it that's just, not the reason. It's like this nationally. In the whole know, seven, in the seventies, man, beautiful shorts for men, right? Yeah, well, as long as the ball sack. That's how you long you want your shorts to be, and then <laughs> no, cut off man. right there. So there's always some danger of them oh, shits <laughs> flopping out and getting seen by a kid, right? Uh, yeah, and that kid's got to go, mommy. What were those? What was that? And sh- mom's like, oh, son, those were some big balls. Uh. That's what that was. That what happened between then and now? <laughs> these are this is a progression. These shorts, these fucking shorts that I buy at wherever I buy them are a progression toward wearing a dress. That's what this is. Get out of it. Look, That's man, I like is. to let my boys breathe a little bit. I don't want them bunched up like in the 70s, man. You're part of the problem. 
Get out. You're of part here. of the problem. What no. can you do? What can you even do in these? How many pockets do you need on a pair I of shorts? How many love <laughs> how pockets. many pocket knives and wa- and flashlights do you carry around? You know what? I need cargo fucking shorts. You know what, me? dickhead? I need to be able to fit two canteens in my pockets at the same time. Go ahead. Like this is a, this is something. Yeah, this is something kind of interesting. I didn't realize this until I went to Six Flags in California for the first time. And in Six Flags, there were a bunch of there were a bunch of tourists walking around, and I noticed that there was almost like a tourist uniform because I'd been in Los Angeles for a while, and I noticed most people out here kind of dress a little bit hipper. Yeah, fuck you. I said it. All right, deal with it. What people here dress hipper? They, I know everyone's gonna bitch in the comments. No <laughs> one's <laughs> debating that people in LA dress oh? hipper than they do than in anywhere the else. Yeah. No, it's the coastal cities are dress the coastal, hipper. The coastal cities dress hipper. Yeah. That's a, that's a fact. I can't wait to see these comments. How is that not a fact? You, you and I think that, but they don't. They think they dress hip. Oh, boy. Yeah. They think they dress hip. And I noticed this is their uniform, right? The tourist uniform. Cargo shorts, khaki pants. What's a, what's a polo shirt? The uh, the one with the, the, uh, the collar? Dockers? Dickies? No, the is it Dockers? Yeah, like Oxford the Dockers. shirt. Oxford shirt, yeah. yeah. Just a button-up shirt? No, not even a button-up, but it has the collar and oh, like three buttons. Oh, a polo shirt. A polo shirt, yeah. yeah. Polo shirt, khaki pants, ca- uh, cargo shorts. And that is the that is the uniform. However, when I when I had car- cargo shorts, and I still do sometimes because they're very utilitarian, and I actually do carry around. I did one time at, at one point well, you have, carry around video games. I had pliers. load up your pockets in case you need to pop out a PSP at the at the bicycle store. No. It's useful sometimes. Dick, you wear shorts. They're the normal length. I wear- no, they're not normal at all. I hate I hate shorts. I hate these long shorts, man. I've, this is it's embarrassing. I have some of those 70s shorts that you were talking about. Like uh, I have a green pair. My balls came out one time. Yes. Yeah. That's the intended effect. <laughs> that's what you want. That's considered a win. And that's will, why he's not allowed in Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Now, I will say this though, the balls came out on a bike ride. Uh-huh. Yeah, my balls came out on a bike ride. And uh, a lady noticed that your balls were showing. Uh huh. And she kind of giggled, and she was into it. There you go, yeah, man. You see, they knew what for- they were doing in the seventies: <laughs> mustaches, short shorts, where your balls might come yeah. out. This is this is a joke. These shorts, these two foot long shorts uh-huh. that we're wearing. This is a travesty. We're you walk. We're talking to women wearing these shorts, expecting them to have sex with us, and what we're, we're ashamed of our thighs. We're embarrassed and giddy like little girls about showing some thigh. It's a, it's embarrassing. No, it's unbecoming, man. I don't want to wear I don't want to wear short shorts. No, even the way you say it, you should you should do it and you should like it. You need to learn how to like it. No, man. No, short shorts. Short shorts. Uh, are, they bunch up. I here's the thing. Pants now. I don't know what it is. In the last like two years, uh-huh. they've started making men's pants where it's just like tight around the crotch. And every I find myself, I have two holes. I have a pair of pants right now. I can show you right now. I have these this this pants. They have two holes right where my balls are. Because first of all, my balls are so fucking huge, right? First of all, but second, because they keep bunching up around my balls, so I reach down with my thumbs and pinch them on the inside, and I pull it down. I keep pulling it down, and now it's worn a hole where my balls are. Where your pinches are. Where my where my pinch my balls are where my pinches are. Oh, yeah. I have to be careful too. Separate problem. Don't want to pinch my balls. All right, Dick. What's your problems this week? Cheating. <laughs> Cheating. And- Cheating. And too long shorts. And my problem is self-defeating thoughts. Biggest problem in the universe. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. All right, here, I got one from a guy you'll recognize. Hello, Dick. Hello, Master Scene. This is Mario calling. <laughs> you asshole, see it. You would put the 
Super Smash Bros. video up on your website. It's still not there. Maddox, quit hating on my game and please put it up. I would like to see Dick spot you in the ass with oh, special power-ups. Goodbye. Are you going to put that up? Yeah, week? oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I said I'd put it up last whoops. time. I ran out of time, guys. I'm at, I want this to look good. How hard, how hard is it to put that up? I sent it to you. Yeah. It was no, fine. I know. I was splicing it in with the uh, with the other footage. That Are you I got. cutting it yeah. to make it look like I lose? No. When you lo- <laughs> is this a, some kind of a trick? <laughs> no. You won fair and square. You won that. Are you cutting it with like other footage to make it look to make me look stupid somehow? Dick, you do that. Are you just gonna put it off no. until everyone forgets? No, I'll post. Try it. to cover it up. I'll post it. I'll post it. All right, I got one more. Oh, this this is a great one. Yeah. Here. Hey, Maddox, this is your fan, and this is how we talk. (laughs) You said in, like, the last episode that when you used to jerk off in your parents' van that um, your mom used to listen to Arabian trumpet music. (laughs) But a few episodes ago, you said that... um, Dick said that... Armenia was in the Middle East, and then you said, no, it's not. It's a European country. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. How can your mom listen to Arabian trumpet music mm-hmm. if you're it's not true. European? That's a good point. And I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. Fucking you called moron. You called it Arabian Dumb trumpet shit. music. Yeah, my mom speaks Arabic. Hey, Maddox. How come your mom listens to German music if she's Armenian? Because people speak different languages, fuckface. It's not an uncommon thing. Do you ever think? Have you ever used your brain in your life? Get a brain, moran. <laughs> <laughs> Some hyperbole for you. Oh, I got another <laughs> Last one, last one. Okay. God damn, Dick. First you're talking about illegals, and then you're talking about women and how they need to give you more data, and then you're talking about building the border, move the rapists, you know? Uh, you know, fly the kite, skateboard now, right? something like that. <laughs> God damn. Fuck Trump, the, or can't stuff the Trump. I got a better one. Can't trick the dick. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. I think he's ripping off some lines from me. Garbage.